Hello and welcome back to another video on this channel. Today we're continuing our series on the Bible. But instead of making a video about a specific topic or just getting started with our analysis, what I plan to do today is really to provide the groundwork. And I know a lot of people have been asking me to talk about Genesis and talk about how to interpret the Bible. Don't worry, that will come in the future. However, for now, or at least for this video, I'll be talking about the key themes that I'll be talking about, which would then tie in to how to interpret the Bible, how to interpret or discuss certain aspects. Now, I want to make it very clear that this is not meant to be a sermon-like um, narrative. This is not meant to be a sermon-style series. I'm not, I'm not preaching about the Bible focused for purely Christians, because if you haven't checked the last video, I've said that the main reason why I'm making this series is less so to preach about the gospel, but also to provide an, a powerful apologetic, but also a powerful discussion about the value of the Bible. And of course, you might say that's kind of the role of a sermon, but that's different, I think, because the sermon is focused on how you're meant to live your life as a Christian, where, whereas what I'm trying to do in this video is, or in this series, is not only to tell you like what you can learn from the Bible in the moral sense, how you're meant to live, but also other things which you can learn from the Bible, like a psychological discussion about it, like a philosophical discussion about it. And I think it's by approaching it from this broader perspective to say, well, what is ultimately the value of the, of the Bible, which would then allow us to not only learn from it, but also defend it better. It's, it's taking this positive approach to the Bible, which I think is more valuable than taking a negative approach to it. And when I mean the negative, the negative approach is like the critiquing of the Bible. Like you look at her, Hermat Metas, the friendly atheist, whose entire channel is about finding everything wrong with the Bible. I mean, you can I can make videos in response to that, but I realize that there's not much point responding to it because a lot of parts of that series is just completely invaluable and they're just like randomly picking at straws justifying problems with the Bible. And if your ch entire channel is just defined by finding everything wrong with something, you probably aren't really appreciating the text in its rawest value and what it can offer. So as a result, I want to turn to the opposite side. So instead of responding in a negative way to the critiques, I provide a positive approach of it to look at it from from an aspect which anyone can possibly do, look at it from a neutral perspective and say, well, what are these texts and what can we learn from them? Because I think fundamentally we can all admit that there is a reason why they exist. Whether God exists or not, there is a reason why these texts exist. And if we can find that reason and find the value from it, then all the better. Because if there was no use and no utility to these books, so why would why would they be here, number one? What, number two, why would they have lasted so long? And number three, why would they have had such a great impact on society? And since these three things are quite clearly the case, well then, it, it, only, follows that, it only follows that there is something very valuable to this text which we can learn from. And as a result, I will be talking about, and I'll be approaching this from a few key themes which would allow for there to be more development. And that some of these themes are similar to what Jordan Peterson does in his a biblical series, but I would like to add more philosophical commentary on the side. And, and just to tell you what these themes are, the themes are really psych mainly psychological and philosophical, and, and how you find that is through how, kind of the discussion about human consciousness. It's the Feuerbachian idea that fundamentally religion at its core is man and represents human consciousness. And while I don't necessarily agree with that thesis that all of religion can be reduced to purely a study of human consciousness, even if in some instance, you could say that humanity is indeed infinite conscious or has an infinite conscious. I think, I think at the same time, you can say, well, even if it has an infinite conscious, there is something more to 
more to the, the, the religion than meets the, meet the eye, because there is clearly metaphysics too as well. It's not just a kind of a physical psychological analysis. There is metaphysics, there is philosophy to it, which I think brings it beyond purely consciousness, though, though I do think that that is an interesting way to look at it. And since we're looking at it from that consciousness lens, we would also be talking about existentialism, because existentialism, the, like the search for meaning, seen in the 18th to around 21st century, where the existentialist movement was really profound with Kierkegaard, Dostoevsky, Nietzsche, and Sartre, and, and all these other philosophers, I think they are all focused on a discussion about the nature of human consciousness and how we can find meaning through the chaos, or find meaning despite the, the seeming bleakness of science and, and physics around us. And, and there's that kind of struggle we see in the world, which I think is also discussed in the Bible. It's like, based on its discussion about the consciousness and the role of humanity, the telos of humanity, where do we, how do we find meaning? How do we find purpose? And that's also a, a main part of the Bible. So those are kind of the two main key themes I'll be discussing from a psychological and philosophical perspective. Of course, I'll be adding more like kind of psychological analysis on the side, but I think I think those are that's enough to talk about because I even those two topics themselves is a very broad topic. So I will start off from there and add further commentary as we go through the Bible. Now beyond that, I think we turn the discussion about order and chaos, and of course that's like what Jordan Peterson likes to focus on, like the order and chaos. But I think there's a lot more to this kind of divide than than purely seen in the biblical series, and of course it does touch on these other divides as well. But I think it goes beyond potential and actuality, but also goes into kind of society, the lack of society, civilization, non-civilization, and there's these constant antipodes of some, of some sort, where you are either on one side of it and on the other, and there's also this idea that you have to break through the boundaries of one to go to the other before you can return to the former one, but go to the former one in a greater extent, in, in some sense it's the idea of the leaper going, going, or the leper, however you pronounce it, going into the wilderness to be cured of his disease, and then coming back out of it. And from coming out of the wilderness, out of that chaos, he, be, he becomes greater. And, and the idea of sacrifice is also there in the Old Testament of order and chaos. And of course, that ties into the ideas that I said with boundaries, sin, and reparation. It's the idea of you have these boundaries and you have this structure, which you could say is order. And, and well, there are times where you break and there's times where you necessarily break these boundaries for a sacrifice in the sense that you should not always follow these strict rules to to stay in this order, but you also have to induce, you have to, you have to have um, a relation, almost an intimate relationship with, with the chaos to go outside your order, go outside that boundaries at times in order for you to repair or to, to bridge the gap in other situations where you have unwittingly gone beyond your boundaries. So I think there's also that kind of interesting thing about, well, what's the structure, what's the law, and how does that interact with our lives, and what do these structures or these concepts, how does that interact with how we are meant to live? When do we break through these boundaries? And, and that's also a discussion that we'll be focusing on in this series. Furthermore, we'll be discussing about the roles of the community and the individual. And while it's sometimes like to say, well, the, the entire history of humanity is going from the community to the individual, which I think is an overall trend, you also can see that in the Old Testament to the New Testament, there's also that trend going from a focus on the, the community to the individual. Though I would like to say that this, this trend is not as clear-cut as you like. It's not like a straight linear line which goes down. It's more of like a, there's a negative correlation, if you're going to put on the chart, about, about how the communal is decreasing in importance. That's not to say that there's no spikes of the individual in the Old Testament, or there's no spikes of the communal in the, in the New Testament. There are 
that are focused there as well. I think what we see is more of a, in the moral sense, the communal is actually growing, whereas in the, in the, in the sense of the focus of salvation and the personal walk, the individual is actually growing. So there's kind of this like scissors kind of situation where the moral aspect is growing on a communal scale towards the New Testament, but it, at the same time is decreasing on the individual scale. And I'll be discussing that as well. Like you might say this is purely paradoxical, but I don't necessarily think it is the case. And to, to figure out more about that, you'll have to just continue watching on the series. And furthermore, we'll be talking about the meditations on God and reality. And that's perhaps the closest to this. Well, these last two things, meditation about God and reality and morals are perhaps closest to the sermon aspect of the series. Where I actually go on and say, well, how, like, how do these people view God and how does that viewing of God kind of teach us or let us know about not only ourselves, but also about the nature of God and ultimate reality as well. And I think talking about morals is, it's almost a tie back to the beginning, the philosophy side of it, but also talking about, well, how are we meant to live? Because at the end of the day, I think, well, you look at life and you're saying, well, what is the most important question in reality? It's, it's not about purely about answering all the questions, but there's purely one question, which is how then shall we live? It's a question raised by uh, Francis Schaeffer, which, which is essentially, I think, at the fundamental core of reality, which is, well, we have a problem in front of us. We must live in a way. We must interact with reality. And, well, how are we meant to do that? And I think it's most evidently seen with how we're meant to interact with our lives. And that is ultimately at the core of reality, whether you're religious or not religious. And I think the Bible helps us in that way as well, whether you think it's, um, it's, there is a God behind it or there's no God behind it. At least this, there's this positive grounding upon which you can base your life upon. And that's kind of the theme, the key themes I would be discussing in this series. I'm, I'm not going to develop them too in depth because of course there are other people who develop them more in depth and, and there are areas where I would discuss deeply and there's areas where I'll just direct you to better sources where you can go check them out. So that's kind of the themes of the series. If, you, if you're interested in that, make sure that you like and subscribe and hit the bell notification so you're interested or you're kept up to date whenever I make an upload either on the biblical series or on a Dostoevsky or existentialist series which I'll be making hand in hand. So I hope you've enjoyed this idea. Like always, stay safe, see you soon, thank you for watching, and goodbye, my friends. Have a great one. God bless.